that's date etiquette. Also, it's like, don't drink too fast. Drink at home. Get wasted at home. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But just like. I was going to say wise words. So welcome to The Walk of Shame. The Walk of Shame radio podcast. Hey kids, welcome back. This is The Walk of Shame radio podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne and the lovely Lexi Marie Rodriguez. Hey Lex. How's it going? It's going well. I'm getting over a couple days of feeling pretty shitty, but I'm feeling good now, bouncing back. And uh, I've got a friend coming into town for a whole week. Oh, that's exhausting coming up and uh, and then I, that plus the fact that i've had uh, my old roomie ashley which we had on the show earlier her and danny uh, but she's been in town doing a rotation because she's a med student and uh she's been here for two two or three weeks give or take so and she makes those little bath soaps she has that zeep bath thing oh yeah and uh, so the entire house smells like uh, lemongrass on steroids and uh, it's it's great for the first 20 minutes and then after that you, you literally want to hurl so yeah. uh, so so far so good everything's a good yeah things you good. know i had a friend visit me this week too natalie she did she used to do my old public relations stuff when i was in the radio industry in arizona and it's so nice to catch up with someone who kind of knew you before you know before you made a move it's like the people that i've met out here they don't know they know me obviously but i've grown and evolved since i've moved out here as you always should but she's just like it's cool to get her advice and assurance that like you're doing the right thing so has she noticed a difference at all in terms of oh, your yeah. approach or she how is. You are? i mean i, mean, I have a lot of different um goals that i'm chasing that i don't think i would have ever done while i was still in radio in arizona because that was my whole entire life being here and being able to focus on the podcast and my coaching is like really freed up some time for me to do some stuff that's going to only benefit my wellness coaching so i'm stoked and she's like so proud it's really nice to see her be very proud of me. Plus, she dropped off some cool gummy edibles, and I'm stoked to try them out. Gummy tonight. edibles. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a code word. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. So the so this week for some reason, oh, I know why I thought about this because I I kind of threw this at you as a as a decent topic or as a possible topic this week, and it's about how to make the first date successful. And the reason I want to talk about this is because for some reason. Over the last week or so on Elite and BuzzFeed, it's been, I don't know, it just hasn't been very good. I, there's been so much shit on there. And, and I'm, not, I'm not bagging on them because they have some good stuff. First, it's just it, you know, kind of an ebb and flow type of a thing. And everybody's different in terms of how they perceive stuff. But for me, over the last week, it's been kind of eh. Yeah. And there's a couple things on there about, about dates or making your date this and that. I'm reading through them like, I don't know about that. So I want to talk about with you and go over some stuff, plus share some stories because we have some good ones uh, where we were batshit crazy as w- and then where the other person was. So it's how to make the first date successful. And it comes down to a number of things uh, as in regards to understa- um, asking the right questions, 
and being open to body language, which is huge. And also being in control of your emotions that we know are very hard to control sometimes. Oh, especially that you were talking about the the anxiety that gets all wound up in you before a first date. I mean, it's I talk to a lot of my single clients and they they always come to me before a date or shoot me a text before a date and they'll say, I'm freaking out. I don't think I want to go. Like, I want to cancel. Should I cancel? I'm not going to. What should I say? How am I going to cancel? And I'm just like, whoa, hold up, relax, take a breath. You, since you already kind of agreed to going out with this guy, you have to understand that you did that for a reason. So don't completely throw your judgment out the window because you already kind of agreed to go out with this guy and you did it for a reason and a reason that you felt was right. So stop freaking out. Isn't that weird though? That happened. I mean, I don't know anybody that it hasn't happened to, to be honest with oh, you. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least in, on one date where you think it's an important thing where you, uh, and it's so funny the, as it, it's almost a one-to-one thing as excited as you are about either being asked or asking out and somebody accepting, you are that you are that freaked out on the other side about actually that day and making it happen and taking your shower beforehand and you're trying to keep the flop sweats away yeah, while you get sure. while you get dressed and you're like, you know, Oh, you know what was out. my get in thing? Your car, making sure you get there on time and you know it's when I was dating, I would just drink too much before. Like and it wasn't like in a ridiculous fashion, but I would sit there and while I'm putting nice. my makeup on you know, I would have a glass of wine, but then I would be like, oh, I have half an hour left. Like, let me put some tunes on and kind of loosen up. I'll have another glass of wine. And then by the time I got picked up, I was just like, holy shit, I've already had two glasses of wine. So that means when yeah, we have our first that, glass juiced. of wine together, yeah. I'm on yeah. three. But you know what? I've come to find out that that it, it is completely natural, but you do have to be able to keep composure and have these conversations without slurring your words and sounding like a dummy. That's a, probably a good idea. Yeah, not to be slurring words right right That is one of my tips. Get it's the... don't get completely wasted. Not at least not on the first date. Second date, if you guys are feeling each other, I mean, you can't really find any more hilarious occasions than your first time getting completely wasted with a guy you're into because then there's <laughs> stories for the rest of the month between you two. Yeah, if it keeps going, yeah, those are usually great stories. That first or second time you meet. So let's talk about the first date and let's go over the notes that you were going over with me because actually you started the notes and I thought, you know, we should just roll on this yeah. and then comment uh, on uh, what you have and then I'll kind of fill in the blanks. So go ahead. So one of my main things, and we just touched on it, but was anxiety. People get so anxious and and that's the thing is anxiety isn't healthy even when it's in a kind of an excited anxious feeling it's not healthy for you and it's all it's gonna do is cause a headache so i think instead of being anxious you have to turn it towards excitement and you have to turn it towards excited you're excited to meet another person and to be able to do that you have to be able to calm down you have to relax (laughs) you have to understand that this guy asked you out or this girl whatever it is asked you out for a reason and you have to be like stoked to showcase what you have to offer you could do the lexi rodriguez method and just booze it up (laughs) ahead of time that always worked for me yeah to get you all fired that was a good one i have another one um it's like you always bring up ego and that the ego is kind of a main battle that we're all fighting every single day. But when it comes to dating, I feel like when the ego gets involved, 
a lot of times people that are a little bit insecure or maybe just not completely aware of who they are and everything they do have to offer, they let their ego get in the way and they create this fake persona that they want to be and maybe eventually someday they will be but like I was saying they put on their most expensive shirt that they should have never paid that much money for they borrow their friend's car or they start thinking about every accomplishment they're ever going to tell you about and what they've what they've done in life what you know how much money they may make whatever and I get it who nobody wants a broke ugly shirt with a whole guy today, you know what I mean. Nobody yeah, wants but that's that. That's going to the extreme, but, but that exactly. Makes, but you, that's a great point. Though, if yeah. you let your ego get in the way, it may spiral off to this huge, crazy facade that you're painting for this person, who honestly has no reason not to believe you. Let me ask you this, because this comes at that most of the time it's the guys that pull this stuff. And let me ask you from a girl's perspective, and I know what the answer is, but I'm going to ask you anyway. You see a guy come out there and he's overinflating himself. So obviously you know there's a reason why he's overinflating himself because he has a low self-esteem that he thinks that, that he can't just be himself and somebody would accept him the way that he is, right? So he comes in and he's got the, you know, the shiny Ferragamos and he's got the, I don't know, whatever. And he's all set up and he plops down and he's got all his bling on and he starts throwing stuff out and uh, he starts talking about all of his stuff that doesn't even matter what are your thoughts when some when somebody tries to oversell themselves well they're obviously overselling to compensate for something that they're missing but the the worst part is and what i would like to get across to our listeners and to a lot of the guys and girls that listen to us is you aren't missing anything, you know? You don't need to oversell. You're not missing anything. At the moment, you have everything that you're supposed to have, and this person already agreed to go on a date with you, so they're interested. They're not interested because they think you drive a Ferrari, and if and, and that is the case where... And if it is the case, right, it's then... It's not going to work out. But, no, but it's not going to work is, out anyway, right. What we're talking about is real-life people that just may have a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of self-conscious feelings towards maybe not having that six-figure job yet, maybe not driving that black Camaro yet, whatever. But these are people that are good people. They're just letting their ego get involved and kind of... Um, paint the picture of what they think this this chick is going to like when you don't even know give it give it a chance to let her really fall for the person that you are and if you're surprised go with it and if she doesn't like the person that you are like we always say it's okay it's not the end of the world but but it's not gonna go further if you're being fake as a grounded girl that you are and you get into a situation like that what do you look for are you gonna look for a guy that is that is okay with himself and has aspirations and passions for his future and a direction a general direction in terms of where he's going although he may not have that stuff or do you want somebody there that has all that stuff and he's throwing it out on the table like the very first time he has a chance to sit down one-on-one with you well, i love i, mean, what, I love what, that you asked that because I, in my notes i actually wrote down passion and it's like yeah you can come to the table with all these if you are being fake you're telling me all this these fake accomplishments that you can up with and whatever but if you aren't there yet but you have the passion 
and you're telling me about all these cool goals and dreams that you have and I can see that you're passionate about your job and like you're really truly love what you do and whatever it is but I, if I could see that you really truly love it that means more to me than if you actually do drive a Ferrari because someday you might get there and buy that Ferrari because I can see it in your eyes that you truly are passionate about what you do in life and if you are passionate about what you do in life the money will come the success will come so that's the difference the difference is this guy shows up in a Ferrari in this expensive shirt I am going to and maybe he's not lying to me but I'm going to think that he is trying to paint a different picture that he that he wants me to see and not the one that I'm going to see if a guy shows up and he's got passion painted all over his face I'm going to be really curious and I'm going to be curious where that came from Right. Plus, it shows character. Plus, the fact that statistically, that's what women want. You know, when it comes down to a lot of guys, they, we still operate like literally like animals. And we think it's an instinctual thing where we have to create a level of high value with ourselves. And in today's society, high value is not, you know, being the biggest caveman or bringing back the biggest kill and dragging it back into our cave. It's not that our high value now is more of a social high value in terms of material things that are around us or success in a business. So a lot of guys think that they have to show that even though they don't have it instead of, and they, there's an old, like a biblical term or something. It's exterior wealth and interior poverty is what it is. But the thing is, is that when it comes down to it, character is the main thing. And, and if you're a grounded girl, which any guy, any guy wants, ultimately wants a girl that's grounded and cool and somebody has their shit together and not a fucking drama queen and not a gold digger. We don't want that. Although we see a hot girl and of course, you know, the animal thing kinks kicks in and we want to just have sex where we don't care about any other stuff, but let's take that out of it. When you go to meet somebody on a first date, you want to be able to connect that way. So why aren't you uh, okay with doing that to yourself and just understanding that you being authentic and you displaying your passion in regards to talking about something? Because I guarantee you, the energy that comes across when somebody talks, and correct me if I'm wrong here, especially from a guy standpoint, our value as guys now, the really the value that girls see and that, that is super attractive to a guy, to a girl on a date, is us coming across with the glow that comes out of our eyes and, and the passion that comes out of our voice when we start talking about something we're really into. Oh, I mean, Does that for not sure. like... Does that not, like change the whole game when when you when you're sitting across from somebody like that? I mean, unless you're just like a very typical boring person that that isn't really aware of who they are and they're not following the Walk of Shame Radio podcast avidly, <laughs> they might need a little <laughs> bit of help. But that's it's hard sometimes to be vulnerable and to sit on a date and kind of talk about your goals and your dreams because this person doesn't know anything about you. But you can't be afraid of that. Um, and you know what, there are going to be some people that might even not let you get a word in because they're sitting there talking about themselves the whole time. And that's another thing is don't uh, don't sit on hello. this date and don't right. talk too much about yourself. You have to seem genuinely interested in this person. But there are going to be those people. And don't let that don't let that scare you for the next date. Don't don't let that no. say that your dreams and goals are too boring to speak up on a first date. Well, some people might not connect with it, but it's not it's not about the specific goal or the specific objective or what your passion is. It's about the fact that you have it. That is in today's society, instinctually, subconsciously, that's the high value that girls are looking for. 
it's not the material stuff overall. It's it's a depth of character. It's somebody that they know when push comes to shove, and if things go shitty and he loses his Ferrari when the leasing company takes it back because he can't make his two thousand dollar a month payment, that he, that he's gonna be he's gonna be crushed right. because that's where he puts his identity rather than being just a solid guy that's at, that has that quality of being somebody who can take care of you somebody who has that that level of instinctual quality as well as somebody that you get along with and you know we can go from there and you know what all the other stuff i wrote down know what you want and i wrote it down because i was thinking when chicks are just so indecisive and they're because this is advice for guys and girls i know i'm i'm speaking in um the girl's point of view obviously so i'm talking to guys but this is for both but i wrote down know what you want because i was thinking like how it's annoying when i'm out at sushi with my girlfriends and i'm like cool so what are we doing we're doing this this and this and they're just like oh i don't know I'll do that if you want it, but I don't need to do that if you don't want it. And I'm just like, fucking decide what you want. You know what I mean? So, but you know what else? It just uh, rang in my head when you were speaking is know what you want before you go out on this date. And we preach this, we preach this, we preach this. And I preach it with my crucial awareness coaching is you have to know what you want and who you are. And yeah, it is subject to change. And especially if you meet someone completely different and you really start to dig them. But before you go on this first date, know what you want from another person that you're... Know what you want out, out of that date, correct? Right, know out of that date. what you want for the next three hours or maybe 20 minutes, depending on how it's going. But also, but, when I but, say know what you want, I mean, I really do mean in general as well. Like I said, it's subject to change, but you have to go into that date knowing generally or have who an idea you are. In terms of- a general direct. Yeah, well, that's. Do you like spicy tuna? <laughs> Do you not like spicy tuna? That's all I'm asking. And that comes out to to that that borderline between that fine line between having that level of self respect and then being able to or open to compromise, especially when you don't know somebody and you want to. And maybe you're you think that this person would be just awesome to be with you just have this feeling you know sometimes you go into something and you just have a feeling about something and you'll go in and maybe you will give a little more than you usually do i don't you know that's kind of a human nature thing i don't see an issue with that it's it's going to pan out as you go through your <laughs> i mean i've been i've been on on dates into relationships where the first couple dates were very back and forth and very harmonious and oh sure whatever you know i and i tend to take the lead that's right. my style, and which actually girls which should, like, should be, by the though. Way, guys. Also, that's a huge one. Is, yeah. is and, men, and, take the lead. You're not being overpowering. That's, that's your role. Uh, and, well, and I was going to go through like a little checklist of some stuff towards the end of the gig uh, in terms of the stuff that we should be doing as guys, I think. But um, going into that, it's that's the type of, of person that I am. And so I would do that, but I would also create a lot of room or have a lot of space for her to, uh, you know, do a give and take in terms of what she wants and, and whatnot. But then it's it's funny because if the girl gives a lot the first couple of dates after, you know, I had I had, I had one after. Th- well, actually, I married her after uh, <laughs> after about three or four dates. Man, oh, man, did she turn. She tried to grab the pants and wear those things. Yeah. After that, I'm like, <laughs> no, not going to happen. And so we found a way to balance it out. Well, at least for five years until we got divorced. But uh, it's uh, it's it weird works how, that, it doesn't. how it shifts. Well, exactly. 
Exactly. And it's, and sometimes it gets to that right. point. So what, what else? Well, speaking of the whole indecisive thing, it's like, know what you want to order. Also, I hear a lot from a lot of my guy friends and a lot of my male clients. It's like when a chick allows, it may seem like it does something for them, but when a chick allows a guy to like order her food or order her drink or not even really speak to the person that is waiting on them, that's weird to me. And I think that it's really hot if a chick can be like, this is this is what I want. I really like this spicy Shiraz and I like, you know, I like this type of salmon, but I like it seared and let's do that as opposed to, oh, well, whatever you want to get me. Oh, yeah, you choose, you pick. Girls, be strong. But then I also have uh, this piece of advice is we are living in the era where chicks are like, hell yeah, like Hillary Clinton's running for president. We're fucking pansexual this pansexual that whatever we are living in the era where women are just doing beautiful awesome amazing things and i love that and i also think that it's always been happening and now it's just more valuable i guess because i've had it both ways uh, in terms of uh, that that experience and i've kind of let it i mean because let's specifically we're talking about the first date right right I mean, just, so first date those. my advice so, is don't yeah. be too forward don't be too and i don't even want to say this don't be too much of a feminist but don't scare the fuck out of this guy and talk about politics the whole time don't talk about fucking planned parenthood laws that you're like rallying outside of the you know what i mean like fucking keep that shit cool because he's gonna be like holy shit like women are already crazy as fuck he's gonna think that you're (laughs) one of those women that are nuts Unless, unless you can, and actually, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, there was a recent study that was uh, set out by Men's Health, and it indicated that the st- stuff you should do on dates and whatnot. It actually indicated that you should talk politics on the first date. Yeah, I mean, because, I ha- I agree because well because it, it because if if you can get through a debate, and I'll say debate uh, meaning not you know, getting all bent mm-hmm. at somebody else's perspective and you can respect their position as well as be able to be able to communicate yours, then it might show the ability for you guys to uh, get along and relate. And you know so, what my view on that was if you not, I'm not saying go all in on this crazy debate about Trump versus Clinton, whatever we talked about that on, on our last show, but State your views and opinions on things because you know what else? It's saving you some time. I understand that this is the first date, but if you aren't going to date anyone that believes X, Y, and Z, it's going to, if you can bring it up appropriately and be an adult about it and say why you feel that way and listen to why they feel about that way, you can walk away from that first date and be like, cool, like he's a good guy, but I'm not going to waste my time because I know his views on this yeah and, and which is a good point but i i still think personally and we've talked about this before i think in terms of a first date you you got to let things flow the way they flow it's it everything should start with banter anyway nobody wants to start talking uh, talking about their childhood and, and, and i'm using that as an extreme but you know what i mean or you, you dive into the abortion issue or some some heavy, heavy yeah, thing like heavy. that. It's about starting out and talking about the, the small stuff and then maybe getting into a little bit more of a rapport with the person to create a deeper sense of connection. And here's a here's a it's not a trick. Here's a great, great thing to do 
or if you see it, if you see it during the date, then you'll know you're doing the right thing as a guy. If the girl gets to the point where she says, wow, I feel like I've been talking the whole night. Let's what, what about you? If you hear that, you have totally done the right thing <laughs> yeah. because not only, not only have you allowed her to express herself and you're asking her questions because you're interested in her. You're also getting her to acknowledge the fact that you are a person that she now is interested is more in. interested totally. in. Right. So that I always use that if I ever hear that in a conversation in a uh, in a date <laughs> conversation, then I know that I'm in in terms of creating a deeper level of connection. That's so funny. That's that like girl. from a stupid sitcom. Like, oh my God, but I've been tugging your ear off. What about mm-hmm. you? What do you like to do for fun? Yeah. I once went out on a date with this guy and he was great looking, successful. I was like, cool. I was stoked about it. You know, we go and have a couple drinks and he would not shut up and I'm not even I, a lot of times in my head during the moment I thought I was I'm like god Alexis you're just being so judgmental like let the dude fucking talk maybe he hasn't talked to someone in a while whatever he would just maybe he hasn't ta- talked to somebody in a while. <laughs> he was just like talking wow, and talking about all his accomplishments and everything he does in him and him and him and it was funny because at the end of the day we like got the check and he was just like you know what? I could read you really well. You are just, you are an introvert. You're just such a good listener. You don't like to open up. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he did. He's like, I don't know much about you. You're like more mysterious. And I wanted to be like, no, dude, you just were talking the whole entire time. I didn't have time to tell you anything about that guy. He's that guy's smooth. So it's like, be aware of that guys. Like if you fucking haven't shut, if you're no, this is how I, this is how I test it. If, my wine glass is still full after 15 minutes talking. I'm like, shit, let me shut up, drink half of right. this glass and let him right. talk. And then mm-hmm. he'll talk, then he'll drink. You know, it's like a back and right. forth. Be aware, that's date etiquette. Also, it's like, don't drink too fast. Drink at home, get wasted at home. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but just like... I was going to say wise words. Especially if you're enjoying yourself, it's like sip and talk and you know and just don't don't get don't let the nerves take control of your body don't let the nerves take control of your words word vomit is totally bound to happen i was a huge it will. Yeah, on some level it will yeah. huge culprit yeah. of word vomit when i was dating yeah. and i would just but i am aware of that now and i know when i get nervous i have to honestly be more quiet than normal because i'm nervous and i know but yeah it will take control of me but if you're with the right person if you're sitting there on it on a first date with the right person they're gonna think it's cute and fun totally. and they're gonna banter back and forth i would so take advantage of of word i was talking to a friend of mine about uh, uh my friend up in boise about that because she said oh she's just a big word vomit person and uh and we we're talking about that back and forth. i go you know that's perfect because it if you're a good listener mm-hmm then you you can take that and you can run with it like you would not believe. I can I can tease totally. on word vomit like um and it's not like a mean tease, it's a fun tease because that's what you want. You want to you want a kind of a fun tease back and forth. I think it's great when that happens. Plus the fact that when you do that, it com- it completely calms the other person down yes. into and not into not into creating a not into creating a, a, you being more uh, self-conscious of that, but making the whole thing fun and accepting 
the situation for what it is. Right. And if you are that Which clever, like witty type of guy or a girl, use that to your advantage. Use that to like calm the other person down and just use it to have fun and to be yourself. If you're nervous, say you're nervous. Like you said, they're going to think it's cute. Yeah, there really isn't anything wrong with that at all, actually. Yeah, the honesty about being nervous is is there's nothing wrong with that at all. Because if the other person sees that as a weakness, you're not with the right person because that is not a weakness. You know, being honest about something that's that's out of the box because any first date is out of the box. Yeah. Because there's an expectation. There's just there's just this expectation that you will not be able to get away from. And it's a whole thing about I'm putting myself out here with a person that I could be spending some time with. Right. And so I want to. So so that rolls into a couple things I wanted to say. Uh, coming down to the end, like a couple little things to look for in terms of signals. Yeah, in terms, of, and this could be a uh, literally. Uh, I probably should do, or we probably should do an entire show on this in terms of the signal, the body language, and stuff. But but for guys, when a re- first of all, a restaurant is a good place to go uh, for the first. Movies are stupid because you can't interact and you can't get to know the person. So don't do the movie thing. Do a restaurant thing. When you sit down at a restaurant, don't sit down across from her. When you sit down across from her, you have an open you have an open body stance, and it's and it will shut her down more. It won't allow her to open up more. Plus, it's not as intimate in terms of even a, more of a friendly opening type of a conversation. Sit at that corner right next to her. Sit on her right side because if she if she if the information comes in her right ear, she's more prone to to emotionally attach to you versus the other side. Believe it or not, this is actually true. When you take a look at how she ebbs and flows through the conversation, if you, if you are uh, trying to or, or being aware like you should be, then she should be leaning forward during certain times, uh, leaning back during certain times when she wants you to start talking or maybe wants to take in the environment or wants some space. Allow her to do that. Don't crowd her by leaning forward and pushing her back into the chair. And then understand that you need to, to create a a physical connection if you're interested in this person and it i'm not saying reach over and give her a big wet sloppy kiss i'm saying that when you go to compliment her or when something's really funny you know lean forward and just touch her on the arm that's it just lean forward a quick touch on the arm because that immediately and this sounds almost subterfuge right almost like uh like you're like you're a little devious but it really isn't all you're doing is you're establishing levels of connection and when you do that you are establishing a positive reinforcement something that just happened that's fun and positive in her mind and you're establishing the fact that you're there physically and so many chicks are gonna appreciate that shit because they've probably been on the worst fucking dates in their life so when Mm -hmm. you're just like kind of taking control of the whole mood and the energy between you two i would appreciate the hell out of that it's just really cool because most guys are not aware that maybe they're making you uncomfortable or maybe your palms are sweating and you don't want to look directly in their eyes at this moment or whatever it may be and it's just really cool that if we could give you any advice and you can make someone else feel comfortable with it in a in a situation that is expected to be really uncomfortable, I just appreciate the fuck out of that. That advice was exactly because it makes because it makes you guys feel more comfortable, and and that's really the whole point. The point is is that to try to make them, and you don't have to be an extrovert to do any of this stuff at all. You can be a total you know nerd geek. And still have this connection and do this stuff. It's not about being loud or obnoxious. It's just about connecting and being 
just just being somebody that's pleasant to be with and and, and so when I want to say uh, one last thing in terms of the body language thing uh, which is one of the most telltale signs if you, if you can take a look it's kind of a sneaky thing to take a look at but wherever she's her feet are pointing says a lot a lot and if you look down and if she's got and let's say she's on your left hand side so you're sitting at the table and she's kind of on your left hand side if there's a way you can look down if she's at all uh, angling her right foot towards you or her even her left foot a little bit but more her right foot towards you then you know the, that you that she's engaged in your conversation i'm not saying she's going to go home and rip her clothes off and have sex with you <laughs> and i'm not saying that the touch on the arm is is you setting her up to take her home and have your way with her i that nothing to do with that it's more about respecting her as a person and your time together on this date right so if you take a look if her feet are pointing towards the door on the other side and she's has her arms crossed or she's really not engaging or her answers back to you on open-ended questions not like you know something that's a yes or no question if her answers back to you are one or two words or she's looking at her phone or then you know that it's there's no there's the connection oh, yeah, is not there for sure be present fully and it'll she'll understand when you're present if she's not present and you completely are you're going to be able to see that if you're talking about the fucking weather and you know how much I hate small talk, but just be aware of those things. If you really don't have much to say to each other, it's all good. Finish your wine and go. Also, the small talk is fine if it ramps up into something, but go ahead. Right. I mean, and these are just kind of signals that they're not into you. And it's just kind of like if they are on, put your phone away. You shouldn't have your phone out at one at one. You should not have point. your phone out. Actually, yeah. Yeah, remember that whole thing we talked about? If the phone is out, it actually acts as a third person and it acts as a major distraction. Don't have your phone on the table. Right, and Tony just spoke about taking her home and ripping her clothes off. Do not take her home on the first date, and that's my opinion and that's my unless, advice. Unless, unless you guys are tindering and you guys know that you're there to hook up. Right. And then it'll be one glass of wine and then you go home and open up a bottle and it's a whole <laughs> different gig. That's not what we're talking about here. Here we're talking about a first date for a potential... Potential relationship or girlfriend, boyfriend. Right. So I don't, I do not recommend sex on the first date is what I'm saying. I, I have no problem with it. I know. But then again, <laughs> if I look back on the situation, <laughs> if I look back on the situations, I don't know. Yeah. Most of the time it's, uh, it doesn't work out a long term. So yeah, yeah <laughs> I suppose it could happen. So I want to say one thing towards the end. It, there's, there's a way to find out a super, super easy thing that you can do to find out if the other person is into you and wants to go on a second date, if you are, let's just say you do want to, right? So assuming that you want to go on a second date, there's one, th there's one thing you can do that will assure you that you can tell if the other person wants to do it. And we talked about it before. It's that what you do is you say, I had a great, you know, you look him in the eye and you, and I would suggest even doing the, the arm touch again. Like I had just, I had such a great time. And of course this is after the guy picks up the check because if you don't, you're a giant douchebag yeah, if you don't sure. pick up that check. So I had a great time, and I'd really like to see you again. Let's uh, let's let's get our calendars out and try to figure something out for next week. And if she hesitates, number one, or if she goes into her goes hmm, okay and gets into her phone and starts flipping around and and real and she's going to her Facebook instead. Of course, you can't see it, but then she goes in and goes hmm, and you go well, I got you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights or something. And she goes, oh, I don't know, it's kind of big. If she hems and haws about it and can't commit to something. In the next week, anything, a coffee even. If she can't commit, then she's she doesn't want to. Right. She doesn't want to go. And then, you, and then instead of – because this takes you out of that whole thing about saying 
her of her saying, I had a great time, but I didn't have a connection or I don't want to do this again. So it sort of allows you both to know exactly what's going on without having to come out and say, yeah, you seem to be a nice person, but I don't want to have to hang out with you again ever. Right. Uh, which somebody might take as as not cool. Well, when it comes that to that, I think my last piece of advice is you go on this date, you meet this new person and whatever, you may get something out of it. You may get a girlfriend out of it. You may not. But my one thing is don't ghost that person. Don't completely disappear. Nobody wants to sit here or to hear yeah, you I don't, say. I don't like that ghost thing that's that's happening happen now. Right. No one wants to hear you say I'm not interested in you, but I would rather you say, hey, I'm just really busy this week and I'll take it yeah. as it is. I mean, really, who doesn't know what that means? Right. Seriously, if I'm really busy, the I mean, worst who doesn't fucking know what that thing means? a girl can do is sit and sit and sit and think about what she may have done wrong to make you not call or vice yeah. versa, her or him back. And that's fucked up. And be an adult. You would never. I mean, I've seen this in the in the freaking career force lately too, but it's like you would never not reply to an email you got from your boss. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's just the way it should be. So we'll have some character. Have you know, some character. Really. Totally. Have some integrity. It's not that tough. Have some. And and I think the people that that generally take the time and the effort to listen to what we are doing or go through doing self-help stuff or are out there and really creating things and making things happen – you know, they have character and integrity anyway. So and something that's going to get you a second date also really quick is if you enjoyed the date, don't fucking think, well, should I text right now? Should I tell her I had a good time? Oh, it's only been an hour. Tomorrow, should I wait till Thursday? Just if you want to text her and say you had a good time, just do it. And if she's the type of girl that's going to look too far into that, you don't want to fuck with her anyways because it might last for two months and she doesn't show you that side of her. But eventually, she's going to mm-hmm. be one of those chicks that thinks way too much about every little thing. Yeah, and it's funny because your mind starts going when there's space. When there's space there, you need to fill it in. What do you think about, lastly, what do you think about saying to her if she's had a glass of wine or two, which you shouldn't go over, two glasses of wine on a first date you really shouldn't because then you don't want to get sloppy first dates are not for uh ha- getting hammered right. first dates are for just meeting and having a, a nice uh, connection with somebody what do you think about the guy the guy saying hey and not saying hey you've had you've had drinks or you're swerving all over the place but saying hey uh, you know just give me a text when you get home. Let me know you. Oh, totally. Okay. I think that that's totally awesome. I thought you were going to say, what do you think about the guy saying you probably shouldn't drive home, Becky? Let me call you a cab. I would be like, I can choose whether I can drive no, home no, or I not. Would, no way I would ever think about doing <laughs> No, I think that's no. really sweet, though. Yeah, I thought, well, I mean, that's what I do. So, Of course yeah, you do, you Casanova. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 listen, I've had years to figure this shit out, so, and I have. Well, not all the way, but up to a <laughs> point. So, well, that brings us to the end. Actually, that we went a little bit over, but uh, that was a fun topic to talk about. And we could talk about a lot of other stuff, especially the body language stuff. And we probably will get to that sooner or later. So we're just uh, trying to save one first date at a time. One first date at a time, and kind of make it happen. But there's a way to make it work, and it's not that tough. You, you know, and being successful doesn't mean going out on a second date. Having or how to make the first date successful means how to make the first date to where you know what you got in front of you. Yeah. And if you want to do something that, you know, and if they want to do something. And you know that the communication and the interaction was all genuine and from the heart. Completely. Cool. 
That's it. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, JavaBud.com. The new website is up. Uh, Millennial Mentor, personal branding. I love the way it looks. Uh, it's uh, it's rocking. So uh, go take a look at that. And uh, then Crucial Awareness. CrucialAwareness.com. Email me at Lexi at Crucial Awareness. And my site will be up soon. I finally got the new computer, and we're rocking. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, have a good week. We'll talk to you later. Peace out.